Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is John chapter 16. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we ask that you give us understanding. We pray that we would understand and get to know Jesus more. We pray that we would follow Jesus, that we would love him and Go wherever he wants us to. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. John 16 I have said these things to you so that you will not fall away. They will expel you from the synagogue. But an hour is coming that everyone who kills you will think they are offering service to God. And they will do these things because they do not know the Father or me. But I have said these things to you so that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told you about them. And I have not said these things to you from the beginning, because I was with you. But now I am going away to the one who sent me. And none of you is asking me, Where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your hearts. But I tell you the truth, it is better for you that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin concerning righteousness, and concerning judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. And concerning righteousness, because I am going away to the Father, and you will see me no more. And concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world has been condemned. I still have many things to say to you, but you are not able to bear them now. But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak from himself, But whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will proclaim to you the things to come. He will glorify me, because he will take from what is mine and will proclaim it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. For this reason I said that he takes from what is mine and will proclaim it to you. A little while, and you will see me no more. And again a little while, and you will see me. So some of his disciples said to one another, What is this that he is saying to us? A little while, and you will not see me. And again a little while, and you will see me. And because I go away to the Father. So they kept on saying, What is this that he is saying? A little while. We do not understand what he is speaking about. Jesus knew that they were wanting to ask him. And he said to them, Are you deliberating with one another about this? That I said, A little while, and you will not see me? And again a little while, and you will see me? Truly, truly, I say to you, that you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. You will become sorrowful, but your sorrow will change to joy. A woman, when she gives birth, experiences pain, because her hour has come. But when her child is born, she no longer remembers the affliction, on account of the joy that a human being has been born into the world. So you also are experiencing sorrow now. But I will see you again, and your hearts will rejoice, and no one will take away your joy from you. And on that day you will ask me nothing. Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive, so that your joy may be complete. I have said these things to you in figurative sayings. 
An hour is coming when I will speak to you in figurative sayings no longer, but I will tell you plainly about the Father. On that day you will ask in my name, and I do not say that I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you, because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. I have gone out from the Father and have come into the world. Again I am leaving the world and am going to the Father. His disciples said, Behold, now you are speaking plainly and are telling us no figurative saying. Now we know that you know everything and do not need for anyone to ask you questions. By this we believe that you have come from God. Jesus replied to them, Now do you believe? Behold, an hour is coming, and has come, that you will be scattered each one to his own home, and you will leave me alone. And I am not alone because the Father is with me. I have said these things to you, so that in me you may have peace. In the world you have affliction, but have courage, I have conquered the world. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In this chapter, Jesus returns to several of the subjects he introduced earlier in the evening and gives his disciples more details. They're still having a hard time understanding what he is saying. He had introduced the idea of persecution before, but he gives some more details now. People will think they are doing God a service by killing Christians because they don't know God. Jesus gives more details about the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will convict the world concerning sin and concerning righteousness and concerning judgment. Sin is easy to understand. The Holy Spirit will reveal people's sin so that they will hopefully repent. Righteousness is a little harder to understand, but the Holy Spirit will show what true righteousness is and that our ideas of righteousness are not good enough. Jesus lived righteousness. Jesus says that the ruler of this world has been condemned. He is referring to Satan. Condemned means to be judged guilty, and everyone who follows Satan will also be judged guilty. Really, all of us will be judged guilty if we do not repent and turn to Jesus for forgiveness. Jesus says that the Spirit will guide them into all the truth. Verse 14, He will glorify me, because he will take from what is mine and will proclaim it to you. Verse 16 says, A little while and you will see me no more. And again a little while and you will see me. There are two options for what Jesus means. He could mean his death on the cross will be when they don't see him, and the resurrection will be when they see him again. Or he could mean his ascension to the Father and his final return. It seems easier for us to imagine the shorter time of the grave. The disciples mention the phrase, because I am going away to the Father, which would possibly indicate the longer period of time. Either way, the disciples had joy when they realized Jesus was alive again, and I am sure that the joy is even greater at Jesus' final return. Jesus gives the example of childbirth, how the memory of the pain recedes at the joy of the new baby. Jesus had mentioned asking for things before, and he repeats it again now. The disciples should never feel alone, because they can always ask for whatever they need, and they will receive it. Jesus gives a clear statement about himself in verse 28. I have gone out from the Father and have come into the world. 
Again, I am leaving the world and I'm going to the Father. His disciples are happy to understand this clear statement and express their faith. By this we believe that you have come from God. Jesus then says, they will shortly be scattered. Their faith will not be strong enough at this point. But then he says he won't be alone. He will have the Father. And now for a deeper dive. In verse 5, Jesus makes a statement that is hard to understand. But now I am going away to the one who sent me, and none of you is asking me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your hearts. We might remember that before the disciples had asked something along those lines. In chapter 14, verse 5, Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How are we able to know the way? In chapter 13, verse 36, Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus replied, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you will follow later. Peter said to him, Lord, why am I not able to follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. I don't think Jesus just forgot what the disciples had asked earlier in the evening. So what could he mean? It seems that Jesus is saying they haven't asked him in the way he would have liked to have been asked. If someone at work tells you that they will be on vacation, you could ask them, are you going somewhere fun? Or you could say, why do you have to leave us to do all the work? And perhaps the disciples' question was more of the second kind. As a man, Jesus felt friendship and rejection. Not only did he understand what his disciples were going through and would go through that night, he also understood the rejection he was going to go through that night. I think he would like to have his disciples care about what he was going through. Jesus is spending all of this time reassuring his disciples, and yet he is the one who will be crucified. But he ends this chapter saying he will not be alone, but will have the Father. When we go through hard times and feel alone, we can remember what Jesus went through, but also remember these words to know that we are not alone if we are in Christ. We have the Holy Spirit. We can ask for anything we need. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.